White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome in to episode 374 of Locked On White Sox. I'm your host, Chris Tannehill. My partner, Herb Lawrence, will be with here in just a bit. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen every day. As always, we are free and available on all platforms wherever you get your podcasts. And just a quick note, thank you to everyone who's been sharing your Spotify Top 5 rankings over the course of the past calendar year. We appreciate all the love. We're in a lot of your Top 5s, so we appreciate that. But also the good thing is a lot of other White Sox podcasts are in your Top 5 as well. So like we always say, you know, White Sox content consumers are undefeated, man. You guys spread the love around, and we are always a part of that, and we appreciate it. Also, everyone, thank you for everyone who's checking out the full go with Jason Goff over there at The Ringer, a show I'm involved with. We appreciate those as well. Whenever you share those, it's much, much appreciated. Love you guys so much. All right. A lot to get to here today. We're going to finish off the mailbag that Herb and I taped on Sunday night. So we've got two new episodes coming your way tomorrow. Of course, where do we begin today? Of course, it's the Leary Garcia contract extension. Leary's back. Tell a friend, uh, he's back three years and $16.5 million for some reason. No, uh, I know a lot of you guys and gals out there are ready to storm 35th and Shields with your pitchforks and your torches. Uh, we're going to get our full reaction to this on tomorrow's show. I know it's not satisfying. I know Herb's got some thoughts about it. We'll get to that tomorrow. Rick Hahn's going to speak today, actually, right as I'm sitting down recording this intro. I just got the notice that Rick Hahn will speak today at one o'clock so i'll be in on that press conference and anything that's pertinent to that news conference uh, to you guys we will turn around for tomorrow's show and maybe friday's show as well where we will have a show announcement so after a quick timeout, we're going to open up this mailbag we've got a story about mini minoso that i enjoyed we'll also discuss this work stoppage today is officially day one of the baseball abyss as the cba expired today We'll actually get serious for a second, and we'll talk about what baseball is going to look like in opening day 2022. So all that and more is next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. And this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And best of all, it's high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, folks. Delicious and healthy. And best of all, there's so many different flavors to choose from. I love the German chocolate. How about raspberry or maybe mint brownie? Some holiday festive flavors. What about cherry or double chocolate? Cookies and cream. Peanut butter brownie. All those sound good to me. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in the endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. I keep them with me at work, some in the car, and they always come through in the clutch for me whenever I need that little boost and something to suppress that appetite between meals. 
So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And if you like those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. So go to Built.com now. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's going to get you 15% off your order at Built.com. That's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. Next phone call coming in here. Let's see. Who do we got? Hey, Chris and Herb. Uh, calling about Minnie. Uh, met him in the late 80s. Uh, spoke Spanish to him, which he was shocked because I looked like a weto, even though I'm half Mexican. Um, had a nice little conversation with him. Um, he was very appreciative that I did speak Spanish to him. Uh, the fact that this man's not in the hall is just an absolute travesty. Uh, you know, there's shitbags in there, you know, if you're talking about as human beings. I mean, really, Ty Cobb, Cap Anson, Mountain Landis, Goodwill Spaulding, you know, racist scumbags in the hall, you know, and this guy's left out. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, let's face it. If he was a Yankee, he would have been in while he was still eligible the first time around. So, you know, they should put an end to this and and put the guy where he belongs. And uh, I've also been to Cooperstown, too, and it's noticeable that he's not there. So thanks, guys. Thank you, Mark, for always checking in. Mark uh, made a, a phone call to Jason Goff's full go show, but uh, just because of the way the week went by we didn't get a chance to get hear his call there so he's a uh, he's really cross-pollinating with everything i'm involved with so i appreciate him for that but yeah man uh, another person out there uh, showing love to Minnie. so hopefully we get some good news here uh, in a, a week's time here uh, all right uh, next email coming in here from adam garcia oh boy this is a short one but it is loaded uh hey guys hope everything is well i just wanted to hear your guys thoughts on the cba and what you think what you want to see happen as well as what you guys think will end up happening and how long do you think the lockout will last? That's Adam Garcia. Thank you, Adam, for checking in. Yeah, it's something we've avoided talking about here this offseason because it's just a downer, and I know you guys don't like listening to us talk about it and how bleak it could possibly be, but we'll just we'll you know basically say how we feel about it. What do you think is going to happen here? Uh, we may have mentioned this on the show before. We talk about this all the time in our industry. Like, how long do you think there's going to be a work stoppage? You know, when do you think opening day is going to be? Let's let's start there. Um, do you think they play a baseball game of consequence in the month of April in 2022? I do not think they will. Not at all. Agreed. Um, I think it's contentious. You saw what happened in the year 2020 when we're trying to get a baseball season going. The players are ready to play. The owners had ulterior motives who only wanted to play 60 games. They wanted to get to that point, and so they stalled them out until really there was only the option to play 60. Um, they're going to probably play hardball because they saw what happened in this pandemic, and you see him already bitching before that. And then the biblical losses quotes and other things where I think the Cardinals – owner chimed in about losing money bill dewitt yeah it said he said baseball is not a very profitable business yeah 
So there are they were already setting the stage there, and you saw that was contentious, even though they knew that baseball fans had a hunger and America had a hunger to see baseball because of the pandemic being so bleak. Um, and they still didn't even want to come to an agreement with that in mind. This is a major point for the baseball world right here with basketball becoming more popular. Take baseball away from this generation. They might not come back. You know, you're giving them the option just to go out and do and find other things where the time could be occupied for. Okay. This is where I watch baseball. I'm interested in this team. You have a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are early in their baseball listening career or watching career. Maybe they're, you know, just getting their beak wet and they're like, okay, I like it. White Sox are kind of good. I would like to see this go forward. You take that away from them, man, it's going to be real tough. And I know ultimately I think they're going to start playing baseball probably in the middle of summer. Everything's going to be settled. We're going to be baseball for the next 10 years with a CBA sign. But is it worth it? We have, they have major issues there. But they're not even working on them. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like these frenzy of deals is a ploy. And John Boy Media, uh, uh, I think Jimmy O'Brien is his real name, John Boy, said that this is going to be used against the players. Like, hey, this week we just spent over a billion dollars in contracts. So how are you guys saying we're colluding against you? Look at this. Look at all this money. And then you see the couple years before that where we're stalled out we didn't get signings until february march for the machados and the mvp this year bryce harper you know you remember those type of atmospheres where the thing didn't start up quick that's why we got two players who got signed in the middle of a year in 2019 and craig Kimbrough and dallas keiko on the 2021 white Sox because they didn't weren't successful in their year that they came back so we got them for the cheap price. This is the problem with the CBA. I think that these guys are going to stall out and we're going to pay a major price for not, you know, continuing baseball as it is. It's going to be a lot of contentious time. And 1994 drove a lot of baseball fans away. This is not canceling the World Series, so it won't be that serious. But it'll be momentum stopping, and I don't like it. Well, that's the one thing at least, you know, baseball fans have going for them as opposed to 1994 is we all know now what 2020 taught us was the only thing that the owners care about is the playoff revenue uh, from the, the the TV deals. That's the only thing they care about. They just want to get to a postseason no matter how watered down it might be. Like, And if you're talking about them booting up the season in July, maybe then you're really going to have one of those weird playoff scenarios happening, more teams involved, you know, creating excitement and all that stuff. But we know that's all they care about is as long as there's playoff games to be, to be had that that's their main focus. That's where the bulk of their money comes from is those exorbitant TV deals. So I think you will have a finish to a season, which is what we didn't have in 1994. And that was just crushing for anyone who remembers that, as you said. So, I think they're going to be more of a May 1st opening day. I think they will have a, a bit of a stoppage, but I think every day that a deal doesn't get done, I think they'll, they'll both feel the public pressure. It, it, all, it all depends on what the Players Union truly wants here. I think the, the DH thing, I, I think everyone should want that. 
you know, despite how the old heads in the National League and the senior circuit, they may want that still. It's not going to grow the game. It's not more exciting. It's not a better product. It's not as fun as a guy who's just, uh, you know, gets paid to, to, to rake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's simple. I, I think that's something that they're not going to get caught up on. I think you will see that no matter what. I think the big thing will be the you know, guys on there getting gamed by the system and being rolled out there for seven seasons, mm-hmm. making, you know, their their rookie contract minimums, you know, and, and not being able to hit free agency. I think that's going to be the big thing that the players are going to focus on, and rightfully so. My hope is, you know, you you lay the foundation for the next deal. So you, you have to sort of meet each other halfway here. Maybe if you can roll that back to instead of, you know, six years, roll it back to, to three years where a guy can become a free agent after three seasons and, and you see the impact these kids make on, on the game. You know, guys are getting younger and younger seemingly. And, you know, I don't know what this does for the veteran players. The veteran players may not like this, but this is about not taking advantage of these young players anymore and let them uh, get paid out there on the open market. If, if they're a proven player for their team for three seasons – they should be able to go out and earn a, a real payday and, and be able to pick where they want to go, you know, instead of where they were drafted or they were traded to. You know, they should have some say in that regard. So that's going to be one of the big things here. I think there will be progress made. It won't be satisfying. Like, it won't be a total, you know, abolishing of that system. Um, but I think if they can roll it back and, and, and compromise on maybe even four after four seasons you can hit free agency. I think maybe that's reasonable as well. But they have to make a step in the right direction. Maybe in the next CBA they can make improvements. But we've seen it before. These both these these, these two sides are too hard-headed, and they're not going to see it as compromise. Everyone, each side wants their way or the highway. You know? So that's what I worry about here. But you know, beyond that, it's just a, it's not something I, I enjoy talking about. It's not fun to talk about as it's happening. Like you remember, Herb, working in sports radio in 2020 during the pandemic where it was like, okay, you know, the basketball was the first to start up here, but the whole time the allure of baseball was there for us. Like, okay, baseball, they're going to be the first sport to, to be back. They've got the, the best first real shot at being back during the pandemic because the inherent nature of the game being outdoors and in the summer and you know players are not making contact with each other on the field like they would during football or basketball baseball had the best shot to make it work and what they did they didn't play until july you know like that was a wasted opportunity there i think for baseball so it's you know talking about baseball that summer leading up to it i hated it like because Mm -hmm. you felt like here's this great thing that you could have to come back and resume your normal life again but then these two sides could not come together uh, on any sort of deal then you realize there was no never any intention for them to make a deal in april may or june like it was this is the plan the whole time because you know they're run by someone who's basically incompetent and rob manfred who doesn't really uh, like the game i believe so yeah that that's where we're at with the cba it's not fun we don't we won't talk about it a lot here we'll give you updates as as we see them throughout the offseason here but uh, yeah it could be uh, an offseason of a lot of uh, your emails and phone calls because if we're if we're in for a work stoppage here that's not going to be fun but we're, we'll try our best to uh, make it worth your while here. Um, all right, uh, next voicemail coming in here. Let's see, who do we got? Hey, guys, uh, Robbie Ray here. Uh, sorry it's been a minute. It's been a really busy time, you know, eating turkeys, winning Cy Youngs, that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, now, I know I have been the friendliest when I call in, No. you know, regarding these nuts, 
regarding them out. But uh, but I come in peace today. Come in peace. So yeah, I'm a free agent, and um, I'm just saying, you know, as as long as the White Sox can provide some extra tight, extra small pants, this ass this ass looks pretty good in white and black. Uh, so far, Jerry has offered me a lifetime supply of Urminator burgers and exclusive fat boy services from some kid named Drake LaRoche. I don't really know what that's about, but uh, we'll see. I'm going to have to test the waters. I'm going to have to test the waters here. Well, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, you know, thanks again. Um, tell Jerry to give me money. Robbie Ray checking in. You know, it's amazing what a guy's like during the courting process. Much different guy, Robbie Ray, this go-around than he was uh, in shows previous here on Locked on Sox. I like the new and improved Robbie Ray. Um, Me too. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's just, uh, just calm down. You know, he doesn't need to put things in people's mouths anymore. <laughs> it's rude, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. um, but if he needs some really tight pants, I think Poppy Aldago's pants are still hanging up somewhere. Wow. In the clubhouse, I mean, reference. two for one right there. He could be the bad boy too instead of Drake because Drake's going to college now. So, um, yeah, I would love Robbie Ray on the White Sox, but we discussed uh, Robbie's probably not coming here. Jerry doesn't want to give you money, Robbie. If you can come for less money for like what he thinks you're worth, we can work a deal out. Cool. Break. All right. Uh, finally, here wrapping it up. Ethan from D.C. checks in. He goes, hey, Chris and Herb. First off, shout out to Kevin Goldstein for introducing me to Locked on Socks. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Thank you. Um, Ethan. Uh, it's Ethan. Uh, checking no, in. I'm Thank Kevin Goldstein. Kevin. Not just Ethan. I'll give you your credit later, Ethan. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've been a guest on with Kevin Goldstein in the past, right? On, on his, I have. What's his podcast? Times. Huh? What's his podcast? Want to give it a little love here? Ugh, I forgot the name. Sorry, I was going so <laughs> many podcasts, the, some, Danny. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> it's, I think it's just called the the Fangrass Baseball Podcast. Let me just see. I'll um, tell you but, that post. But let me see. <laughs> Kevin Goldstein. Just so popular, Tanny. It's tough to keep up with all I these. I know. Let me know if you want me to leave this in or take it out. It's up to you. Uh, Probably. I don't know. Chin music? It's called Chin Music. Yeah. Yes. There it is. Uh, yeah. So Kevin Goldstein, uh, the, the works for Fangraphs now, correct? Or right? Yes, he works for Fangraphs again. Yes, again. Uh, back, you know, uh, before, you know, he had that little time with the Astros. Uh, you know, during their good years, uh, which, you know, have been for a long time here. But, yeah, if you want to check that out, Chin Music, uh, wherever you get your podcast with Kevin Goldstein. Um, anyway, the email continues on here. So thank you, for Kevin, for putting you on the show and, and putting on new listeners to the uh, podcast. That's what we try to do right? when we go on shows is try to expose a new audience. So uh, here's what uh, Ethan from D.C. says. Instead of getting a quote-unquote frontline starter, how would you guys feel about the Sox offering two Carlos Rodon-esque contracts to high-risk, high-reward guys coming back from injury. If Sox did this, they'd be running out of six, running out six or seven starters, which might put a guy coming back from an injury in the best position to succeed, knowing he only needs to put in more or less 100 innings as opposed to 160. I'm thinking a pitcher like James Paxton would probably sign for three million dollars. I'm sure there's a litany of other pitchers coming back from injury who'd want to rebuild their value but not forced into bulk work and would like to win. Best case scenario, we have solid starters on our hands and can comfortably deal away Keuchel. 
Middle case, we have at least one moderately effective guy who can take innings off Kopech's arm throughout the season. Worst case, eh, we got a couple of starts from him. They eat some early innings, and we're back to square one by June, which isn't the best thing in the world without current rotation and relief staff. That's all all the best to Ethan from D.C. It's funny he mentioned this. Uh, He mentioned Corey Kluber in the email as well here, but Corey Kluber signed with the Rays today, uh, which is an interesting move, and I've always been very high on Corey Kluber, and whenever the Rays are knocking at your door, uh, that's probably bad news uh, for (laughs) the American League, because I think he'll he'll sustain that success with Tampa Bay, but um, how do you feel about the whole, you know, bargain basement shopping thing for low, you know, risk, high reward for the White Sox? I don't know if I'm a fan of it at this stage in the window. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Um, that's how we usually do things. Yeah. That's how, I mean, be truthful, we got Carlos Rodon. We are like, okay, let's give this guy another chance. He only cost $3 million. Can't hurt, might help. So that's what they did. Same thing with Raylo. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. I think we're in a spot where we can't leave any stone unturned. We got to go full throttle to get what we need to get. So you don't go back in five years from now and say, we got none. We didn't have any championships and we didn't have any because we didn't supplement our roster correctly. We were rolling dice on player A or player B instead of getting a guy that has a track record and some projectable numbers for the future. So I don't want to do that. And he might be good eventually. I don't want to go back to the... See if this guy works. The Matt Latosis, the oh God. the the old school guy who's just trying to rectify his career. I'm good. Yeah, same. It's not at this point in the window. You can make it like the the Gaussman thing. Actually, is is an example in the other direction, right? Where mm-hmm. you get a guy who was pretty much written off by another organization, and you're able to to fix them and make them better. But I, I worry about the White Sox organizational structure is can they fix a guy like that we know Ethan Katz has done some good things so maybe yes they could but I I think known commodities is is what I would feel good about like they may make a move like that and it ends up working but that doesn't mean I would support it on the front end if if that makes sense I think that's the old Sox way of thinking and they haven't built up enough trust in my eyes where they could do something like that and have me be okay with it. I, I need guys that are proven commodities here when you've got tough competition here in the American League. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online's got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Well, at least for pretty much the entire league, except for our team here locally. Uh, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Speaking of our beloved Bears, taking a look at that early line here, Sunday nooner against the Cardinals right now. The Bears sitting at plus eight. So they're getting eight points with the old over under set at 45 getting eight at home that's a lot uh so if you're looking to make a play on this game here head to bet online and make this game a little bit more interesting you head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts that does it for us today thank you to everyone who checked out the show all week all year we appreciate it tomorrow we'll be back with a fresh new episode 
And there will be no new free agent signings to speak of, but hopefully we'll have some news out of this Rick Hahn press conference, and we'll have other fun stuff as well. So don't forget, LockedOnSocks at gmail.com, 312-566-8727 is how you get a hold of us on the voicemail and the email. So for my partner, Herb Lawrence, I'm Chris Tannehill. Thank you for listening to Locked on White Sox.